0: This is Going Boldly, the podcast. Here's your host, Russ the Big Guy. Hi, it is Russ the Big Guy. I'm a lifelong entrepreneur who is very familiar with the struggles and successes related to running a business. I know it is definitely worth the struggle. The freedom and unlimited potential keep me moving forward, fueled by my why. Aligned with that is my desire to share with you, the entrepreneur and aspiring business owner, entertainment, information, inspiration, and even transformation into an even more amazing entrepreneur and human. To those ends, please enjoy this episode of Going Boldly. Well, welcome to the podcast, everyone. This is Russ. I'm up in the podcast studios right now and uh, boy, it's snowing today. I've got to admit, I am not a fan of cold weather. In a couple winters, uh, I was able to get out of town for uh, a two-month period, both times, and really enjoyed the warmer weather down in Florida and F- Fort Lauderdale area, and then also in New Orleans. But anyways, it snowed today, and snow on the ground, snow on the vehicles, and uh, I decided I'm definitely going to get a remote starter because I'm getting too old to be, uh, to be out there sitting in a, in a cold. Old vehicle trying to get to the podcast studio in any case uh i am feeling warm and fuzzy now because we have an amazing guest today uh his name is max phelan and uh max is a co-founder and ceo at cubios cubios incorporated and they are creators of the wow cube and I got to tell you, folks, that I was so excited to see this thing. Um, Max and his crew have been posting videos on social media, uh, describing uh, the cube and kind of showing its development and. I just think it's amazing, and I'm happy to uh, talk to Max about it today. Uh, so far, by the way, they've raised over $4 million to get this thing off the ground. And uh, I was talking to Max earlier. Uh, he said he has people all over the world, so the sun never sets on uh, on uh, Cubio. So Max Phelan, welcome to the podcast, Max.
1: Hey, Russ. How are you doing? Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for welcoming me. Yeah. Uh, and hey, from Sunshine State. I know you. <laughs> you. you you just talk about the I, snow, <laughs> I even get uh, frozen a little bit.
0: How much snow do you have down there? In um, uh, where did you say you were again?
1: Uh, I'm in Sarasota. It's opposite side from Miami. Uh, yeah. Heading to the Gulf of Mexico. So uh, We don't have snow. No snow. No, no, no any snow. Uh, I heard they they built in a kind of tube for snowboarding near yeah. Orlando. Oh but, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's radio or not.
0: Is it gonna be? Uh, like artificial material or are they going to somehow make yes.
1: make snow? Ah, oh no, I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I have, uh, we had the same in Moscow uh, it was like artificial snow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the snow is real but made like sure. the same you have in your fridge.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And they do that on the on the ski slopes here in New York State and in the Northeast because we don't always have it uh, cold enough or enough precipitation our, our weather seems to be, it bounces all over the place. So some years they have a great snow season. The skiers love it. And of course it's not the same as the deep powder out West. So, um, but uh, Russia, you know, you're from Russia, as you had mentioned. Yeah. And, yes. uh, what part of Russia are you from?
1: Yeah, I was born in Moscow and all my relatives from Moscow, you know, like I always tell people that, uh, we visited the same elementary school with my grandma, <laughs> so.
0: You went. Uh, wait a I, minute. I, you went to the same elementary school as your grandmother, or with your yes. grandmother?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> the same. <laughs> as My grandmother. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, there yeah, are yeah. several, uh, several generations. Uh, I understand. So, yeah. All yeah. From Moscow, and uh, I, I, I used to live there till the day I moved to United States.
0: When did you move?
1: Oh, it's um, uh, how to say. Tough question because uh, first I I start my journey. Uh, it, it it was actually for me it was predetermined that I will be in the United States. It was my uh, goal. It was my dream. And uh, you know I'm four years and I uh, raised on United States movies. So um, first uh, I start my journey in 2011. Then I uh, met my wife. And then several years we're moving back and forth uh, to Russia and uh, to the United States. And then uh, the final, the final move on were in 2018 only.
0: Okay. I think you mentioned you went, you went to Chicago first. Is that what you told me?
1: Yeah, we, we used to live several, let's say several months, like a half a year or so yeah. uh, in Chicago. My wife is from Chicago. She's uh, okay, she, she, she originally from uh, Kazakhstan, but she moved to Chicago, then she was a kid. She lived there for two, for, for 10 years. Mm. So uh, after Chicago, we moved to Florida, and uh, Florida became our home, actually. Nice. But I I used to leave Florida for a couple years uh, for this startup because uh, if we're talking about the startup, especially if we're talking about the IT startup that we obviously talking about, uh, you, you need to be in California. You need to be in Silicon Valley to raise funds, to uh, um, communicate with the right people, And uh, the Ilya is the founder and president of our company. He's also Russian, but he used to live in California for seven years. Oh, So I just, you know, the the, the story is I I took my camper went travel, trailer and like uh, travel uh, west, put the travel trailer to the Ilyas driveway and lived there for one year.
0: Did you really? (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we, we turned this travel trailer to the lab. For this uh wow cube yeah uh and like day and night we're sitting uh, soldering mm, i don't know making yeah. all this stuff for <laughs> uh, pro- prototypes in this uh, travel trailer and uh, I-, I always like making the jokes and it was the first travel trailer startup in history you know like apple starting in garage yeah uh, we started travel trailer
0: I love that! What a great, what a great start uh, for a business. That's 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 going to be part of your story going forward. It's going to be a cool part yeah. of your story. Yeah, yeah, you'd be like the legend, uh, the legend, <laughs> the legend of the Wow Cube. You know, it started in a travel trailer. I love it. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, we didn't talk about this. I have a 1956 Airstream Caravaner. Oh, um, I, I don't know if Airstream is fun. You know, okay. if, you know the Airstream, the aluminum
1: Airstream. Oh yeah i know airstream but they're expensive i just have the very very simple one (laughs) yeah
0: no 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 mine was old mine's in 1956 and it was trust me it was not very expensive i i paid more (laughs) than i should have for it because i i actually bought it for a business idea that i had years ago and i used to have i used to have an led light show built into the windows Mm. and on the side of it outside and then i had giant speakers in the windows and I would open the wow. windows up, and then um, I put a big awning on the wrong side, uh, so it would be like the curb side of the trailer. And we used to do shows in front of the in front of the camper. I would go to fairs and festivals and community ah, events. Ah, the fairs, yes, yes.
1: Like the advertisement car. Yeah, and yeah,
0: the, yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. And I would and nice. I would actually, um, we would uh, teach people how to do uh, twist balloons, and we would I would mm-hmm. have a, a game show and, uh, comedy shows and do all kinds of fun things. I had kids, kids plugged into the camper and played their electric guitars and it was a lot of fun, but yeah, yeah, it was, it was that's why I bought it originally, but I've had some, I've had some adventures in that. And, um, everybody knows the story probably if they're listeners, they've heard it too many times, but I, I drove the camper from New York state down to new Orleans and I lived in that camper for two months. Um, this was after I had changed it over, I made it. So it was living quarters and I lived in that for two months. And the first week that I was there, I actually got hit by a tornado and, um, I, I was in bed and I flew in the tornado. So I landed 35 feet away facing the wrong direction. And I really, I landed on your camper. Yeah. And I landed on Uh. top of, uh, a picnic table and the big, um, the awning the the easy up the, the awning the shade you know that i had set up with the i put lights around it and everything to make it make it cozy you know make it fun to eat dinner underneath it at you know on the picnic table and uh, mm-hmm. anyway so uh the camper landed on top of that and underneath all of that was part of the roof from the motel that was next door the tornado tore part of the roof off and it was and it had thrown it over
1: where i was about to land Ah.
0: (laughs) so yeah Um, and i didn't get
1: hurt it seems seems i read this story in one book did you hit the witch right and then (laughs) travel to the magical
0: (laughs) yeah no no no. (laughs) it did uh, honestly when it's funny that you mentioned that because um yeah it was kind of like the wizard of oz in a way when 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 the camper stopped right and i opened the door and stepped out it literally was like in that movie almost because the sun was shining. The birds were tweeting. There was devastation all around. <laughs> campers, campers were upside down. You know, big fifth wheels had had flown through the air and they were on their sides and torn open. And my my uh, my truck was destroyed, but um, I was fine. And my camper got a broken window, basically, and some scuffs. And that's about it. I didn't get hurt at all. So I opened th- opened up the door and I stepped out into the into this bizarre, surreal landscape. With the sun shining and the birds tweeting and the sirens, the sirens were still going off in the background, the warning sirens. And, you know, they were expecting, Uh they were expecting another tornado to hit, but it was very strange. Yeah. Definitely, definitely like the movie. All right, anyways, that was a...
1: That's an amazing story. That was a side track. I need to remember this. I need to remember <laughs> this. I will tell to my friends.
0: Yeah, well, I'm going to remember... I'm going to think of you soldering in your camper in the driveway, you know, trying to make the... probably making the first prototype, right? You're working on that? Well,
1: it it, it, it was actually not the first first one uh, because oh. the, the very first prototype Ilya printed on his um, 3D printer at home with okay. his son. Well, actually, uh, I think it it will be interesting for you to know the story of how it was invented.
0: Yes, yeah, and let's let's do that. All right, but before you get into the story, um, we've been talking a lot about this Wow Cube, right? And so you're part Mm -hmm. of the group. You're part of this group that's developed this. And I'm going to briefly say my impression of the Wow Cube, and then maybe you can explain what it is first, and then we'll go into the the origin of it. Of is course. that is that okay? Of course. All yeah, right. Absolutely. So so absolutely. I've so I've seen the vi- I've seen the videos. I would describe the Wow Cube as sort of like a handheld cube, and it has four screens on each side, like similar to your. Uh, similar to your iPhone or, your, you know, your mobile phone. And it turns, the sections turn just like a Rubik's Cube. And I understand there's four processors inside, but the cool thing is that all the screens are sort of connected. So um, it makes a 360-degree environment around the surface of the cube And if you could imagine, you know, playing games on it or doing a lot of other activities on this. And the best part for me is there's no buttons because I'm not good with buttons. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to learn from you more about this, you know, how it got started. And, you know, you can probably do a better job explaining what it is now. Now, Max, you were being very kind and expressing that you felt like maybe your English wasn't so good. And you speak English a lot better than I speak Russian, because as I told you, I only know (laughs) about, I know like maybe one word. (laughs) But I think your English is great. I'm going to um, impress upon our listeners to really be patient and listen to what you have to say, because you're a smart guy right you you speak more than one language and you've got this amazing stuff like this is all high-tech stuff it takes smart people to be able to develop and market this sort of thing and you're one of those smart people so tell us about this cube and you know how it got started and why you think it's important and and necessary and take it away
1: thanks Russ. uh thanks Russ. Uh, i appreciate your warm words about um, uh, the the english but uh, actually if, if you ask what is the biggest problem i met here Uh, in business it's just my language uh, because uh, i cannot uh, say what i want to say in the way i want to say i i I speak like the very very strict very simple words but okay so uh you were absolutely right describing the cube i just need to uh, make several uh correct a little bit okay um i showed this cube like thousands of times and explain it. Very difficult to explain in words. You need to hold this masterpiece in your hands. Yes. But, okay, so the easiest way is to describe, is to just imagine the Rubik's Cube, two by two version of a Rubik's Cube, but instead of being solid color, it covered with 24 high resolution screens. It's like 24 screens. And you can change the geometry of those screens the same way as you rotate the Rubik's Cube, by four in a layer, uh, but our operation system that we made uh, supports the integrity of those uh, screens. And you can, yes, you play with a digital world if, as if it's a real object. So 24 screens, uh, it's six sides of the cube. And we have like eight, you said it's four uh, but processors. It's actually eight, yeah, eight, eight different se- separate modules that actually can work absolutely independently each of them has cpu inside battery inside three screens motherboard and all the stuff that uh you need to to use it as a like a separate independent computer Uh, i'll tell you more that people very surprised to know that to make all this working to make all this working smooth enough and uh, to have this click um, then you then you use it in your hand you can feel this very nice click Uh, we use 144 magnets inside this cube it looks like a solid uh, standalone cube but actually it's eight independent computers in one network and 144 magnets neodymium small neodymium magnets to maintain the operations of this device so we build this this cube this uh, uh, the hardware but what is most important and this is actually the the main thing that is what is behind this cube uh, we build the operation system we build the uh, operation system that allows you to to work with this kind of devices because it's impossible to to run, uh, this kind of devices using any existing operation system like Android, for example, uh, you need to uh, you need to maintain the integrity of 24 screens. And uh, then you change the geometry, uh, the objects stepping from one screen to another and they are in one virtual world inside. So we made this operation system and uh, we built several games, apps. It's not just for gaming actually, uh, I mean, it designed to play games in a very unusual very interesting way with fidgeting within your hands but uh it's not only for gaming when you not play the game you will put it on a charging dock station somewhere on your nightstand or near your fireplace or in your kitchen wherever it can be uh the digital photo frame linked to your facebook or instagram it can shows you weather or like a weather station or uh night lamp, we have the app with a level lamp uh, inside the cube, or uh, we have the aquarium, a digital aquarium where fish lives inside it. You can tap the f- cube to feed the fish, they grow with time. It's, you maybe remember this game called Tamagotchi in past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. you have the digi- digital pet. So. But what is most important, what is distinguishing our cube from any device, any electronic devices around the, uh, that you can find around, we have the flat all over the device. So entire surface is a screen. It means that if if we go to a digital aquarium, it's literally digital aquarium. You can see the water inside and the fish inside. It's it's not like the uh projection on your flat screen devices so mostly mostly the device is like how i how i pitch it how i try to explain for the device this is same interesting as video games because modern kids get used to video games they always staring in their smartphones staring in the tablets uh, on a flat screen uh it's same interesting as these video games, but developing your cognitive skills, motor to brain development, uh, as a brain teasers, uh, as a puzzles. Because to to play with the cube, you have to you have to hold it far from the eyes. You cannot hold it close to the eyes because you will see one just one side in this in this case. You need to hold it far from the eyes, on your arms distance, and always uh, try to. Uh, to try to watch it from different directions, always moving within your hands. You're moving your head, you're moving your hands. So it's a kind of gaming uh, console, gaming platform, uh, where you need to uh, change the geometry of the screens. Um, like something like that. <laughs> Quite difficult, you know, to explain it without having a cube in, in my hands to show without showing you the, the device.
0: Well, you've done a great job explaining it trust me i uh and i've seen some of the videos and i think that we'll give people links where they can go and see some video of it and such and so i have Mm -hmm. seen that i gotta tell you i just found this thing so amazing and so intriguing and i am i am not a person who likes to do puzzles i am not a person who is interested in in the rubik's cube at all Um, i'm not a gamer i don't really enjoy doing video games or any of that stuff but I just found this thing so intriguing and I just I could imagine myself manipulating it and um, and actually playing some of the games on there or using it, you know, for some other purposes. And uh, wow, it was just just so neat. And how do the um, eight different cubes communicate with each other? Is it Bluetooth? Oh,
1: yes. This is, a, this is a perfect question. And this is the key question, actually. Yeah. Because I think I think that uh, we actually have uh, I, I forgot to tell you, we have. Uh, for we have patents in forty countries for this device. Yeah. So it's very well patented techn- technology. How it looks, how it works, everything, even the click sound. Uh, but I think that we are not the first one who came up with the idea making Rubik's cube digital because, like, it's something uh, something that it's obvious that uh, the most popular toy uh, to make it digital. Uh, Yes, but if you start to think how to make it, uh, most of people came up with the idea that it should be one CPU, one battery, and like lots of screens maybe. Uh, It's impossible to make it like this. So those modules need to be separated. And this is the genius of my friend. Uh, Actually, he's a founder uh, his son came up with the idea of the what is to put the characters on this Rubik's cube surface and makes it digital, yeah. uh, he said to his father. And his father is my friend. Uh, he is the computer scientist. He thought that it's possible to do only if you make those modules independent. And he made the first prototype of operation system that supports this integrity of those modules. So each module knows where it is after, after others, how does it know? Uh, there is several technology we use inside. Of course, it has Bluetooth, but Bluetooth is not enough. Mm. Uh, we have, because Bluetooth is like broadcasting and Bluetooth is, uh, mm, well, it's a lot of yeah. t- d- difficulties to to use the Bluetooth. Yeah, it's we not, use Bluetooth it's, in it- our cube.
0: Yeah, it's not directional yeah. right i mean it's just a, yeah
1: of course yeah. of course so we use bluetooth in our cube just to be uh, to make it connected mm. with your uh, with your smartphone with your laptop with your pc because uh, we have app yeah uh, you download the app you can buy the new games, you can download new games, you can change everything in the cube. You can control the cube by the phone. So that's why we need the Bluetooth. Uh, what about how it understands where one of this module after another? This is uh patented technology of uh, neodymium magnetic connectors. Each cube has 12 of them, yeah. 12, 12 of them. So then you, then you rotate the cube. Uh, they. Changing the data through those those uh, contacts. Oh, that's why that's why we need uh, so many magnetic balls inside. Those balls are uh, conducting power, uh, low energy power.
0: Yes. Wow. Okay. This is awesome. We we actually have
1: the technical (laughs) thanks. We actually have a technical video and uh, very simply uh, explaining how it works. But the the core thing is the operational system
0: well you can't this give you can't the, like, you can't give too much away max right i mean you can't you can't give all the information no out. even, no, even no. though it's patented because because those chinese have a bad rep they have a bad reputation for stealing technology
1: absolutely they don't even care about smartphone or about about uh uh, patents. yeah and it, trust me my background is 15 years making consumer electronics in china oh, i know geez. it I, I know it rather rather good okay but uh, uh, we are not afraid of that at all okay and it, that's why uh if interested i can tell you about this yeah uh, because because most of people who first time take this device in the hands they said wow that's cool yeah, yeah we we'll like it but you will be replicated very fast. Well, we won't. Let me try to explain why. Because we are happy to be replicated. Actually, we're talking with the uh, big companies right now. Actually, uh, who wants to buy the licensing for making the hardware, the making the Wow cubes themselves? Uh, all of them have to use our operation system, our store, our games. It's the same module as we have with uh, smartphones. Uh, how many? Manufacturers, you know, like Acer, or Samsung, yeah. uh, Philips, lots of them. All of them using Android. Uh, it's, you know, like maybe how many operation system? You know, you know, I think two. Not many people uh, remember about Bado by uh, Samsung or uh, Microsoft Mobile. Microsoft is a huge corporation. Very smart, very bright people there. Very bright engineers. But for this kind of devices the cube or smartphone is useless without games and apps and uh, all this stuff uh, inside it that comes from independent developers. So if you're a developer, for what uh, system, for what uh, platform are you going to code uh, where you have millions, hundreds of millions install base or something new? So of course, you will make it for uh, Apple or Android. So the same here, we create the operation system for the toys. Uh, once uh, I gave the interview to Forbes, they called us Video Lega. And uh, those, again, it's, it's impossible to make it a, a, under the Android uh, because even if you will try to, the cost of the device will be like more than a thousand. Mm. Uh, we made it on a very simple uh, electronics used in the smartwatch. Uh, we have direct contracts with manufacturers of the uh, SOC. It's actually not CPU; it's SOC, system on chip, by MediaTek. Mm. Uh, so uh, we we need to make this device economically e- economically reasonable. Yes. So so uh, if you if you just copy this, you can do that. I think once you buy it, now you cannot. You don't have any uh, blueprints, but. Once you buy it, once it will be on the market in the in next year, uh, you can buy it. You can disassemble it, and assemble the same. Your manufacturing price will be the same because again, uh, we uh, we have a good expertise in uh, working with China manufacturers, Chinese and Taiwanese manufacturers, mm. uh, due to my due to my past uh, contacts. So uh, we, we have direct contacts with each uh, big uh, manufacturer of each component. Uh, so, the manufacturing cost of the device will be the same, but uh, the operation system you you won't be able to run it. You need to you need to make something like your your own operation system, your own games. They won't uh, your device won't work with our games. But again, if the prices is the same and you have the device that have already hundreds of games and apps, the community, the store everything on the market and you see the same one without all this stuff uh, what will you choose of of course uh, it's easier for big companies just to buy the licensing for our operation system Uh, it's it's not very expensive it's very cheap you can install it to your device and sell it and we have the revenue this is our long-term play goal actually we want to have the recurring revenue from the store, not making money on the hardware.
0: You'll have created an entire ecosystem that they can plug into. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I forgot to tell you one very important thing, actually, I'm mm. sorry. Uh, we create not only hardware, operation system, and games. What we did, and it's already done, it was actually the huge job, huge, it's like the separate startup. Uh, we create the software developing kit. The very... A comfortable tool, you download the software emulator to your computer and you can create the games and apps yourself and upload to our store. Uh, either you're an independent developer and you want to sell it, the, I mean, the game to sell it on our store, mm-hmm. or if you like the father and the son sitting together coding some simple, interesting, like how just to learn how to code. Yeah. For those who don't know how to code, we made, uh, we called it Kubarama. We we called it uh, WowCube Studio. This yeah. is a separate system that allows you to create content for the cube without knowledge how to code. You just make. You can draw, uh, make a pictures of what you're drawing, or you can like upload different pictures and and tell, tell it how to interact on the cube. It's quite difficult to explain
0: without video. I was going to say, I've seen some of the videos. I've seen some of the descriptions for some of the things you're talking about. And yeah, it gives people, the consumer, actually an opportunity to use the cube on its own or to experience you know the programming on a very basic level or to create you know something more sophisticated so there's a there's a huge range of use there within your whole ecosystem i like that yeah so from the consumer point of view there are a lot of options a lot of ways to use the wow cube
1: yeah it's uh as as i always try to say that uh, once you're not playing it, it's important. You are not put it in the toy box. Like if you buy the new device, and you, uh, even if it's cool and nice digital toy, smart toy, you play it for, a, I don't know, a particular period of time and yes. then you put it on your toy box and then you'll just forget about it. Uh, maybe we'll return to it later, maybe not. Here we have the device that once you're not playing, you just put it on the table. Uh, on a charge dock station it's u- it's useful uh, i mean it shows you some data like bitcoin rate for example or it's like uh f- pumpkin and the fire on during the halloween or yeah. dears in then christmas and then it just stands it's just an element of decor yeah like once someone came to your place or just you just get tired you know i use it actually every day literally when i spoke the phone then i took it on over the phone I took the device and start to fidget with it within my head because people yeah. like to fidget something. Yes. Uh, and, and you just click in it. Uh, you mentioned that you don't like the Rubik's cube. It's because the Rubik's cube always on its hardest level. Okay, uh. so we have our Rubik's cube. You just need, it have like one green and one green. You, know, you need to assemble just very simple. Okay, done. Then it adds another and you go in step by step. For you, it's easier. Uh, and oh, if, nice. even if you start, yeah, even if you're stuck, but Rubik's cube is just one uh, app for our yeah. wall WoW cube.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: even if you start with a, row, a Rubik's cube on our wall WoW cube, it gives you a hand by showing errors how to assemble me. So you can, you can even learn how to assemble Wow cube, but uh, how to assemble Rubik's cube, uh, Rubik's cube app on, on our wall WoW cube. But again, it's way way beyond uh, the something that just the puzzling. We have arcades, yes. we have ma- maze and you saw them. Yeah, I think yeah. you saw them in video.
0: Yeah, and I and I like the idea of teaching people to program, especially young kids, giving them an introduction to the programming. I just think that's going to be so important moving forward for the next generation and beyond. This is such a creative and unique I just think it's really engaging I would love to have one and I would even use it as just a fidget cube because I fidget like crazy in fact I have these little (laughs) I have these little rubber uh, pen toppers that I use in the podcast studio because they don't make any noise I found myself clicking my pen you know initially the first couple episodes I was clicking my pen and it was getting recorded so I have a bunch of these little rubber things and uh, of course I probably couldn't use a wow cube because it does click but, but that's just me so if I'm if I'm working on something or reading or whatever i'm usually fidgeting with my hands and and
1: remember spinners those spinners yeah. before oh yeah yeah
0: yeah i actually i have one of those and i have i have a and i have a little small cube a fidget cube an actual like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know i know yeah. what to attack yeah, yeah it no.
1: has, they, they, uh, sold, they sold a lot of this
0: six different six yeah. different things on it you know one a, a little roller ball a couple little buttons on one side a toggle switch on another that sort of thing or a rocker switch rather could you put it on your table next to your bed and use it as an alarm clock
1: yeah of course and uh, this is one of the game well, let's call it not it's not a game it's app one app that uh, recently made by uh, independent developers we actually have a huge step in our development just a month ago when it starts to receive the games and apps from independent developers this yes. is very important for us once you do it in house in your team it's fine yes we have several games we can continue making them of course but the, to to go big real to go really big yes. we need the others to make it and and it starts Two, two apps actually appeared. One is alarm clock, and uh, one is, you, you maybe remember, the eight ball. Then uh, you, yes. you ask the question, oh, you yeah. shake it. And yeah. We have the same, but eight cube, I mean, major cube. You ask the question, and, and, and it gives you an answer. Oh, that's uh, funny. It's just, ra- of, of course, randomly, but uh, who cares?
0: <laughs> so, uh, so I can envision in the future, and maybe not that far in the future, where you would have at the Orlando Convention Center, your international your international <laughs> wow Cube expo with hundreds of software developers all all promoting their app for the WowCube.
1: yeah yeah I, I i hope it's it's going to be true yes yeah. well, this is our this is our goal actually so yeah. to make it popular and uh, uh, they also very important thing here is the cube is connected it's uh you can compete with your friends you see the leaderboard even if you compete if even if you play in the simplest uh we have oh. you know, butterfly game or or Rubik's cube game or we have perfect version of uh 2048 for the cube uh with the extremely unique interface you you can never experience this before uh it, we, we have inertial interface for the digital objects it's like yeah, you, you need to try it. But uh, once you do it, uh, you see the leaderboard. You see the statistics. You can can compete with your friends, especially now. You maybe know that uh, esports is a huge, oh, um, oh yeah, a huge part. Oh yes. uh, yeah, yeah. G- g- lots of money there. Lots of players there. Yeah, uh, it doesn't matter if uh, I like the uh, gaming sports, online gaming sports or not. But th- there is a fact. Yes. It's, uh, three times bigger than movie and TV uh, TV and uh, mu- music. Wow,
0: <laughs> industry. I didn't know it was that three big. Three
1: times, it's huge. Yeah. I-, I was also surprised. Then yeah. I tried to learn all these details. Now, especially in pandemic times, you can play with the cube uh, in front of your computer and the data transferred, the-, the raw data from how you rotate it, how you tilt it, how you tap it, r- transfer it to the server, and you like make the championship from I don't know hundred people doing the same uh and they are in in, in one environment so oh. this is the next steps yes and we it can be like potentially championships what is important here yes. that it's not just one game you can make lots of different apps and games just turning on the imagination
0: well so okay. this is not going to be in the in the uh, exhibition hall at your your annual event in Orlando, this is going to be in one of the other big rooms, in, in one of the big meeting rooms where there's going to, where people are going to fly in from all over the world because they've been competing all year. And this will be the finals, right? <laughs> this will be the big, cool. uh,
1: this will be the, the final idea.
0: international competition for whatever the, um, whatever, you know, whatever the flagship game turns out to be. Right.
1: Great. Uh, I will invite you once it happens.
0: Oh, I, I, <laughs> I hope you I'm going to hold you to that because I want to I, I this is exciting and I'm not I'm not even into the gaming. I I have no interest in in playing these games at all. I have no I have no interest in being a participant in esports, but I recognize how big it is and how many people enjoy it and you know, it's their it's kind of their bliss, it's their their passion, it's their joy. And I'm so, all about for, supporting that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. And the, for for most of people who don't play the um, competition games uh, playing this kind of video games, it's like escape from stress. You know, you have yes. a lot of stress on the work somewhere yep. and you just need to relax, don't think about anything. We have, uh, again, the cube is connected, as I told you. Uh-huh. So uh, we can connect it to any other devices around. For example, oh. maybe you know maybe you know the device that uh, you can put on your head and it, it's not reading your mind, of course, but it yeah. reads the electronical impulse from your head, and you can uh, you can read those electronical impulse. It's it's already selling on the market. You can buy yeah. it. It's not yeah. expensive. So we can connect the cube with this kind of device. And for example, you need to uh, relax and make it green just using your mind. Yeah. Yeah. So. This kind of use case also has
0: a huge health implications. Actually,
1: oh, for health uh, again, (laughs) it's like uh, I personally think that uh, potentially it can be the um, useful tool for for recovering from. For example, uh, I have friends in uh, uh, New York who have uh, who have the clinics. They. Uh yeah the detention clinic for those who hit a head and car accident yes. they give them yes. literally they give them the puzzles mm-hmm. to to increase the neurons faster
0: yes here
1: this is a universal tool you can give the cube and it's very simple just white and white you assemble it clicks assemble it clicks and the doctor see the progress and can make the difficulty uh can change the difficulty of the of this puzzle, so it's like universal puzzle. Mm. Maybe very simple, maybe yes. more and more and more difficult to re- to make the rehabilitation faster. But again, those are a little bit future. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but it's you need FDA, uh, you need lots of things, but it's a future. It's not now.
0: Very realistic though. I mean, that's yeah. Can you imagine going to the doctor and getting a, pres- a prescription for a Wow Cube?
1: Uh, I can imagine actually, because yeah. you know what? Last year. Uh, first in history that that event uh became possible last year first in history the video game became a medicine you can uh, there is a video game get, that doctors can give the prescription for
0: wow. so
1: it's like it's like they opened the door they opened the box yes <laughs> now uh now it's possible we are startup we are yeah, rather small though. though. I understand. So we, we are not able to be the focus. This is very important here. Uh, it's very important. This is one of my biggest pain to be mm. to be very focused because yes, there are a lot of opportunities, and you can think, okay, I can try this one, I can try this one, but you will never finish it. It's right. the same with R- the same with RD. Uh, we now finish the RD for the Wow Cube 1.0, but we have, I don't know, we already worked for so many different work out so many different things for WowCube 2.0 that will be ready in several in next years. Wow, so we we need to be very focused to to go to the market with yes. uh, yeah. existing things. So we focusing on gaming, we are focusing on fidgeting, gaming, and uh, those what we call widgets. Then you use the WowCube as a uh, information device.
0: That's probably your largest market. and uh, if the price point is correct, they'd be most likely to be early adopters and and uh, advocates.
1: yeah, you you just mentioned price point. this is the biggest pain. You maybe hear about recent uh, electronic crisis in the world. yeah, with, no chips. Uh, electronics and ele- uh, no chips and we have eight inside. <laughs> 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 it's a big pain. but uh, the most expensive part of the cubic screen, we have twenty. Four screens, yeah, that's a, covered with uh gorilla glass, crazy. And uh, you know, like people sometimes see that we have the channels in Facebook, in um, yeah. everywhere. I, I post a lot, so people say, How much? 250. Whoa, it's it's too too expensive for the toy. Well,
0: how 250 dollars?
1: So, uh, it was. Uh, it will be two hundred and fifty dollars during the launch and uh, actually I, this is yeah. the, with a negative this is with negative
0: i money. don't th- honest to be honest I don't think that's bad when you're talking about a mobile phone that are being sold for well over one thousand u s dollars two hundred and fifty dollars for this WowCube is not uh, is not too yeah, much uh, if you could get it under two hundred you know one nine one ninety nine ninety nine
1: <laughs> and and uh, yeah, uh, you're absolutely right. It, it will be possible, yeah, only in, in one in one circumstance. Is if we will replicate, uh, and this is our goal actually, to replicate the model of uh, like Nintendo, for example. Nintendo Switch, uh, you can buy it for $2.99, and the manufacturing cost of Nintendo Switch pretty much the same. They earn money on software, on games, they sell yeah. the games, the subscription. Yeah. Here is our goal. So that's why, once we will be able to uh, get recurring revenue from the store, yeah. uh, this is this is how, how we can decrease the price for the device itself. Yes. Uh, I mean, I mean on on the shelf. Yeah. So price-wise, this is a big pain. It was two hundred and fifty. I just mentioned it was yes. estimated and calculated price based on the old build of materials. Now. Uh, during this crisis i don't know anyway we're going to the market with approximately this price but in the retail i i assume the price will be higher but uh it's, oh. it's too early to to, to to tell right now yeah uh, I, yeah
0: yeah well i i i think you're gonna be okay it, it's really compelling and
1: no, uh, we'll we find out yeah. i'm not there is no doubt like, like you know uh in startup yeah you always Always, every day, meet negative from some people. If oh. you will pay attention on negative, you will never finish the, yeah. the something that you're doing. Yeah. Because uh, there are a lot of people who always say bad words, and you, you Chinese will copy you. You will never be successful, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So me and our team, we like a tank, you know. We are like going straight. We know the goal. We go in there, yes, and uh, we'll see what happens. it's like the fight.
0: Well, I understand. Uh, Let me just say that I feel very honored that you were willing to come on and talk to me about this. I know it's uh, plenty of work to do to get this cube going. I'm so happy that I found you before you were world famous, or you may already, you may already be, and I just don't know it. But uh, in that case, <laughs> no, no. in that case, I'm extra grateful. I'm happy to, to have done this, and uh, I just hope I can get you know many people to listen to it. And I don't know. Hey, you know, if I get one person to listen to it who happens to be a programmer and they make some software for it, well, you know, or a new game or a new activity that's that'll be a success. So, let me. Um, yeah,
1: we, we will start in the. We will start on this. CS, we will participate in the CS and we will officially launch the third party developer program during the CS. This is our goal. So we will be ready to give the cubes for third party developers, not for their consumer. Uh, And uh, if someone interested, they can, I don't know if you're showing the.
0: Well, we will. And so that's a good point. Yeah. Well, Uh, what I want. I'm open. Yeah. What I wanted to do right now is just take a pause because at the end of this, we will talk about ways to get in touch with you and that sort of thing. But we've talked about a lot of really compelling and interesting things about the cube, about the ecosystem, about, you know, the software development and that sort of thing. So, Let's just take a pause right now. So if someone is interested in some of that, if they're a developer or whatever, how would they contact you or how would they find out more information?
1: Uh, We have uh, on freewowcube.com, we have the uh, part for developers. You can just press there and leave the email. You'll got all the information. If you want contact directly me, that's fine. Uh, I have all the contacts, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, WhatsApp, we chat and, and email. they would,
0: would they look for your name Max Philin or Philin Max
1: Max Philin yes Max Philin uh in uh, in uh Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter right. Max Max Philin and you can find me very easily but All again right. if you just want to get information from the yeah. uh for the third party developers uh you can go yes and uh let let me
0: Yeah. So that's www.wowcube.com and then uh, Max Phelan. And Max uh, spells the last name F-I-L-I-N, Max Phelan. And uh, great. So I just wanted to put that in there right now. So somebody is really find this compelling and interesting or want to take advantage of an opportunity, they could find you.
1: The very top of the website, you can find the paragraph of four developers. And if you press there... You will have, you can leave your email, uh, we will answer you.
0: Super. Or just
1: directly to me. It's fine. Absolutely. I like to speak with people.
0: Okay, great. Uh, Let's give a shout out before we move on, because it's getting a little late in our time here. So let's give a shout out to some of the other principals and designers who are involved in this. And then you had mentioned your founder. And is is that Iliad?
1: Uh, The founder, yes. This is uh, important, actually, because uh, the founder of the company is Ilya Osipov, computer scientist, engineer from Russia. Uh, he lives in the united states he has uh, he's not only making this uh, he also makes the mechanical puzzles so They're super smart brain right? mm. i respect him a lot he like you know those really huge brains yeah that that drive the world
0: that's not me So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, people like that, and I'm very humbled when I'm around those people because they're very, you know, their intelligence is is obvious. Who else is involved? Are there some other are there some other uh, engineers or IT people that you'd like to oh, mention?
1: We, uh, we actually, again, we have the team all around the globe. We have most of the developers lives in Russia. We take advantage of our. Uh, language so we can hire very highly professional uh engineers uh, software engineers there for example our alex uh, yurasov his uh, head of our uh yes his head of our software r&d okay uh but but uh, i i don't remember if i told you or not the idea the idea of the cube uh the original thing came uh, to my friend's son, Uh, his name is Sava. Yeah. And and that's why he's like the one who said that, why why not to put the characters on the surface of the device? And Ilya invent how to make it happen from software part of, uh, and uh, uh, me with uh, big experience in manufacturing electronics in China, I I, I understood that I know how to make it in real, in, in metal. Yeah. Yeah, we have a rather good team. Our team is perfect, I think. We have super talented designer. I don't know. I uh, I never met uh, any such talented as a designer before. The, yeah. He lives in Russia, so yeah. We have representative in China. My good friend, uh, my very old good friend, who lives there in Shenzhen, and control uh, manufacturing. Uh, we even have people in Australia, a very talented one who uh, makes some software. Uh, see, uh, she's now working, he's now working on, you'd like it, uh, you know, MIT Scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, the environment that you can make for kids. You can code with a very dra- simple drag and drop interface. So the same called Google Blockly, we implement to our queue. So kids can t- take it and make the very simple app for it and see it working on the real object. Yeah, it's like a magic actually, but but you need to feel it. (laughs) You need to feel it in your hands. Yeah, I
0: I, I love that. I'll send you one. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah, I love that. I think it's uh, it's that stuff is especially especially for kids to be able to um, start like really understanding the technology early on, so that it's so that it's very my
1: daughter is eight, very normal. She loves yeah. My daughter is eight. She's she loves this cube. She even uh, designed a game for it. I mean, wow. uh, she, she she came up with the idea how to how to make it, and our team implemented. She she didn't make it herself. Yeah, she just gave an idea. But yeah, uh, for kids start to think in three dimension once they take it in hand.
0: I love it. Yeah, I, I just uh, there's so many possibilities. Oh, I need to do a breakaway just real quick and give a shout out to Will, Tom, and Nate. They're three young guys who own parlorcityfurniture.com. Um, They're just killing it over there, and they're now a sponsor of the podcast, which is awesome. They're helping me outfit a new video studio, and I have a a cool standing desk. It's motorized, goes from seated to standing. There's pre-recorded or pre-programmed positions also, and we're going to be doing some upgrades in the podcast studio too, so they're super motivated, super cool. Uh, They want to help you. They're very excited about their business. They ship globally globally. You can find out more at parlorcityfurniture.com. Back to the show. All right, listen, we're kind of getting towards the end of the time here, but I have a segment in this podcast called The Questions. And mm-hmm. so I have some specific questions I'm going to ask you right after I play the intro music. So stand by. Okay.
1: It's time to answer The Questions. I double dare you!
0: All right, it is time for the questions. Uh, Max Velan is uh, an awesome guy. I, I love chatting with him, and your English is great. I I just wish I knew Russian so that I could, I could talk more, you know more smoothly with you. But uh, I think you've done a great job so far, and thank you very much for attempting it. I know you were a little bit. Uh, uh, reticent maybe to, <laughs> to yeah, try to I express did. yourself properly in English, but I think you did a great job. Thank and actually, God. it may have been helpful because maybe some of the more technical or the $1,000 words you didn't know in English, it's actually better for our listeners because, uh, you know, it's just simpler for them to listen to it. But okay, uh, that's a tangent. But here we go. Uh, This is time for the questions. Max has agreed to answer these questions. And this is where we find out a little bit more about Max. So here's question number one, Max. If you could have a conversation with any famous person who's dead or alive, who would you want to talk with? What would you talk about and why?
1: Hmm. (laughs) I wasn't ready. Uh, Do you want want me to uh, repeat the question? No, no 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 I I got the question okay. I, I wish I just need to think. I never thought that uh of I don't have any kind of people whom I like I don't know oh. I don't know this word in English but uh probably Elon yeah I want to meet Elon that's definitely I want to Yeah uh, he he's the he's the one you know why uh humble but he he had so many fails yeah and so many so many very experienced People, it's important. Very experienced people tell him that he will fail, and he continue to do that. It's what I always meet the situation nowadays. So uh, I I, yes, it's 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 sometimes difficult. Then someone tells you that you will fail, yeah. And uh, someone who's not just someone on the street, but someone who knows what he's talking about. So yeah, that's why maybe maybe the answer is like this. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't think much.
0: That's okay. No, this is, we, we like these, um, you know, you don't have to think too much and it's better. You have the, the better answer is when you don't overthink it because then we get the actual, you know, the uh, knee jerk, the gut, uh, the true answer, you know, uh, right away. And it's, and it's interesting that you selected Elon Musk because he's exactly who I would have chosen. Or I did choose, oh. yeah, and well, um, and w- one of the things that I always say about myself is that I'm too stupid to quit.
1: <laughs> no, you're not.
0: <laughs> but I just tell people that, yeah, you know, like I'm too dumb to quit. Like I keep I keep failing at things, but I keep trying, and I try new things all the time, and so, and I just joke about it that I'm just too, I'm too dumb to stop. You know, I just keep going despite all the failures. But you know, it's funny because uh, that is one of the. One of the common uh, characteristics of all successful people is that they never quit. And uh, obviously, you know, because they're because they've because they found some degree of success, you know, they wouldn't have if they had quit. But uh, you know, it's that determination and that grit and that steadfastness, right, and that um, willingness to fail again if necessary. That's really important. All right, gr- thank you for the answer. Yes, never give up. That's right. All right, question number two. Who do people tell you that you look like?
1: Uh, Could you repeat, please? Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. Who do people tell you that you look like? Do you ever have anybody come up to you and say, "Hey, you look just like uh, some movie star or uh, a famous scientist"? Or
1: (laughs) that that, that, that was that's why I didn't understand the question. No, it it never happened. So I'm very simple looking.
0: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) how about uh, your grandfather? Do you look like your grandfather or something like that, or no?
1: Well, I I more people say that I more look like my mother. Yeah my father but
0: all right question number three what is the one very positive thing that you want the whole world to know about moscow that no one yet knows maybe it's oh. it's like a it's a maybe it's a secret that only uh only someone who lived in moscow knows but you want the whole world to know about it
1: well uh, it's not secret no any uh, secret information it's uh, the only thing i want to say that moscow is not like people imagine uh, in past, we there is no any bears on the street with balalaika and uh, atomic reactors. It's very safe place. Moscow is a very safe place, <laughs> <Okay. The> Ma- <laughs> very safe place uh-huh. especially in the very center. Everybody speaks English. Oh. Uh, it's not somewhere... Uh, beyond the polar circle, I don't mind about polar circle, but Moscow is here, yeah, closer. yeah. especially in the summer. It's wonderful, beautiful city. Mm. Uh, I I love this city actually. It's uh, I don't love big cities in general, but okay. I love Moscow anyway. Okay. I, I know population. It's uh, up to twenty million. Uh, it's uh, uh, less, less than twenty millions, uh-huh. but. Uh, it's not the biggest city in the world neither in the tens of the biggest cities okay. uh, in the world it's flat you know ah. uh, if you're talking about big cities in Russia in in the United States we're talking about for example in New York yeah. uh, uh, we, they, there are lots of skyscrapers there yeah. Moscow is more more flat mm. okay but, yeah, and it's very centralized this is the what is distinguish Russia from and, and Moscow especially from uh, from cities in united states that it's very different uh moscow and moscow region they are absolutely di- two different places uh the city and the region here in united states you can you sometimes cannot just even understand that you're in the city or it's another city uh it's all more or less like looks the same but in moscow you're just crossing the uh the crossing the we call it cross crossing the road that is around the Moscow and, and you like in, in, in different country, Moscow and uh, Russia is mm. a little bit di- different, but Moscow is absolutely safe. This is what I want to say. This absolutely mm. safe place. Uh, you can go there without any problem and uh, especially for foreigners. Yeah. I don't know. Well,
0: it's good. Yeah. It's good that people speak English. I actually have spoken with people from other countries, and uh, almost everywhere, English is spoken as well as the native language. And in many countries, children are taught English very early in their um, education. So, in the very early years, they start to learn English.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's wise, by the way, <laughs> <Yeah>. I
0: think,
1: <laughs> because it's just like international language. I personally
0: way. would not like to try to learn English. Uh, I've tried to learn Spanish. <laughs> I, I tried to learn Spanish and that, I couldn't even do that. So
1: I just... I tried to learn Chinese for three years. I, oh. I used to live in China for some period of time in past, And I used to, I used to learn Chinese for three years. Can you which, imagine? Which, three uh, years.
0: Which language?
1: Chinese, Mandarin.
0: Mandarin, okay.
1: Yeah, so, uh, and can you imagine three years and like nothing I I, I can barely ask oh. for a drink at the bar or oh. uh, order a taxi maybe but then it comes to business yeah no no not even a world. Uh, Because, because, you know, like if you, if you start to learn Spanish and after three years, you will be almost fluent in that.
0: Oh yeah. Especially if you're (laughs) living somewhere where everyone is speaking the language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's interesting.
1: Well, (laughs) you know, I love this country. You know why I love this country. I I ran from the, from Russia because I love that the law is the law. And then you have the rules to play and everyone play the same rules. The law is the law. If it's written on the law, you are doing like this. And yeah. Not only not only in life and business. Yeah. You can you can you can open the rules and you can just follow the rules and you have the result. You can calculate the risk. Uh, there you cannot. Oh, Someone what, can just uh, came and take what you have. Well, that's interesting. Enough.
0: Yeah, that's very interesting. You know, people who are who grew up here many times think like that. There are two separate laws for things. If you have. If you have power and uh, and money and authority and uh, and um, you well, know you travel in the right circles, you can get away with a lot more. And well, uh,
1: every everywhere there is some yeah problems. There is some uh, there are some problems. There are some uh, ways how to avoid something, whatever. But it's not even close to what, ah. we, have in, to what we have in Russia and what I see in China. Yeah, certificates. I don't want to continue about this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, don't get
0: yourself in trouble, no. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. And I always tell people, we do have a lot of complainers in the United States. People that complain about this and complain about that. And, um, you know, we have it so well that people expect that they deserve things, you know. And, and I, I try to remind people that there are people from all over the world who are risking their lives and their children's lives to get to the United States, you know. And I don't just mean people from South America, you know, who are trying to mm-hmm, get through mm-hmm. the border. But people are coming from everywhere to live in the United States for the opportunities and the blessings that they can can receive and the things that they can achieve in the United States. If, We're not the only country that has opportunities, but I'm just saying people are trying to get here and risking a lot.
1: Uh, I completely agree. Here's what what I think about this. There are two kinds of people who cross on the border. Both of the better life once like I do who respect the country, I respect uni- the United States of America. I, I, I came here to leave these rules and yes. another part of people who came here and tried to change it uh, the way they they want, I mean not the positive way sometimes yeah, yeah. and so uh, to, to break those rules, to make these uh, things. So yeah, uh, all of us want to <laughs> want to make world better, I think. Yeah, but uh, you need to follow yeah. the rules if you came somewhere.
0: Yeah, well, thank you for saying that. That's that kind of sums up what we're doing: trying to make the world better. It's a huge undertaking, but it's a it's a very simple goal. We're trying to make other people's we lives try better. To, yeah,
1: one hundred percent. We're trying to make the world better, and with the device we create with Ilya and Sava and all the team, uh, it's exactly the same goal. We just want to make it fun. We just more. Yeah. To, to add some more fun to the... There are a lot of bad things in the in, in our life. Let's, yes. let's add some funny ones.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's Max uh, Phelan with Cubios Incorporated, the the creators of the wow Cube. www.wowcube.com And you can also look for Max Phelan. It's F-I-L-I-N on social media, LinkedIn in particular. And that brings us to the end of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening. And we are done. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks. That concludes another episode of Going Boldly. I hope you were entertained and you discovered at least one nugget of wisdom or advice that you can put into action immediately. Or maybe you received some inspiration from today's episode. And I'm certain you know at least one person who needs this podcast. Please share it with them. You might be the important link that will change their life for the better. Subscribing means you will not miss an episode and it will make it easier for me to schedule guests because I can show them that the audience is growing. So please subscribe, it will benefit us all. Let me know how I can make this show even better. Leave a comment and send me a DM. I read everyone personally, and I do my best to respond to each and every one. As a thank you, I'll be awarding prizes. And to keep you on your toes, The winners will be randomly selected from names I find in the comments, shares, DMs, and from the list of subscribers. Prizes might be Going Boldly merch or products supplied by my guests, or just something random and fun. But you have to comment, share, DM, or subscribe to be eligible to win. A special thanks to Brenna Swanger at Waverly Manor Studios for our great theme music. And finally, thanks for listening. Go boldly, keep at it, and wash your hands.